praying to God from the depths of our souls. But first, I'd like to tell you a story about prayer in churches in general and perhaps specifically prayer in this church. A minister became annoyed by a gentleman who fell asleep during the prayers he prayed Sunday seven weeks in a row. He noted a small boy always sat with the man. So one day, after the service, he took the boy aside and said, Son, who is the gentleman that sits with you in church? Grandpa, was the reply. Well, promised the minister, if you keep him awake during all of our prayers, I'll give you a dime each week. That sounds like a pretty good deal to the lad. So for the next two weeks, the gentleman was very attentive and devout during the prayers. But the third week, he dropped off soundly to sleep, and his snores snores could be heard during the prayer. After the service, the minister went to the boy and said, Didn't I agree with you to keep him awake every week for a dime? And the child said, Yes, sir, you did. But now... Grandpa gives me a quarter, not to deserve it. (laughs) And if you give me 50 cents, I'll make a deal. (laughs) Now, biblical scholars talk about different types of prayers. Some say there are five types. Prayers of supplication, thanksgiving, adoration, confession, and intercession. I'm not going to talk about the types of prayers. Today I will talk about where our prayers come from. I'm going to talk about prayers that come from deep, deep within us, from our souls. The very best example of a prayer that comes from the soul comes from Jesus on the night he was arrested, which ultimately led to his crucifixion. The setting for this famous prayer is as follows. Jesus had finished his last meal with his disciples. When it was over, they went outside, and Jesus began to walk away. And it seemed he knew exactly where he wanted to go. The disciples trailed along behind silently, trying to remember and think about everything that Jesus had just told them. Finally, they headed up a hill towards the garden. And the disciples suddenly knew exactly where Jesus was going. He was going to a garden called Gethsemane. And he and his disciples had been there several times before. At the time of their garden visit, the disciples knew Jesus' life was in very much danger. It could be so easy for him to slip out of Jerusalem, especially under the cover of night, but Jesus to do so. He seemed to have a specific goal in mind, and he was going to accomplish it no matter what. After they had entered the garden, Jesus told his disciples to sit while I pray. Then he took Peter, James, and John further into the garden. Now Peter was the disciple who had said that he would never leave Jesus even if it meant his own death. James and John claimed that they would remain with Jesus 
And when they all arrived in heaven, one would sit on his right side and one would sit on his left side. Jesus knew there was no chance they were going to fulfill those promises and he would be alone. As he was walking with the disciples, he began to be distressed and agitated. According to the Gospel, according to Mark, read to us by Neva, he said to his disciples, My soul is deeply grieved, even unto death. Jesus knew that his confrontation with the religious authorities had set his course. He knew the possibility of crucifixion lay before him. He demonstrated a very human emotion when he was in that garden. He was afraid. He was afraid. The human side of Jesus came out instead of the divine side. There in the stillness of the garden, he prayed for some other way. He threw himself on the ground and prayed that if it was possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, which means Daddy or Papa. All things are possible through you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He then returned to the three disciples, and we were told that they were asleep. We are also told that Jesus repeated the same prayer three times and returned to the seat, returned to the disciples each time, and they were always asleep. Luke portrays the deep, deep prayer of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane more graphically. In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling to the ground. Jesus was truly praying from the very depths of his soul. Fear and doubt had worked their way into the mind of Jesus. He did not want to die. He was 33 years old. The fear of the Roman cross was very real to Jesus. He had seen men hanging from the cross outside of Jerusalem and on the sides of the busy roads in Palestine. They served as messages to the population of the might of Rome and of the Jewish collaborators for their cause. All these men died, either relatively quickly when the weight of their bodies caused them to suffocate, or after several days of exposure and thirst. Jesus was revealing his humanity in the garden, and every bit of that humanity shuddered at the very thought of dying an agonizing death upon a cross. The fear and the doubt glistened in the sweat of his brow as he faced the central test of his life. But it is very important to hear again what Jesus said immediately after he asked God to keep him from dying a human death. 
with God. He was seeking God's presence. He was seeking that presence when the worry, doubt, and fear began to close in on him. So, the question becomes, is there something in our lives that is causing us such pain? Is there something in our lives that is filling us with doubt and fear? Is there something in our lives that seems to have backed us up against the wall? Is there some problem that we are facing that seems to have overwhelmed us? If so, if so, it is time for us to go somewhere where there will be no distractions like Jesus did. It is time for us to seek a time of isolation where we can be alone with God like Jesus did. It is a time to speak to God who will be present and to speak from deep, deep, deep within our souls like Jesus did. It is time for us to speak about the fear, the worry, the stress, the sadness, being overwhelmed, we feel, just like Jesus did. And just like Jesus, we will be given the power, the strength, the will, and the ability to carry on. Our situations may not change at all. Not at all. But our ability to deal with those situations will change. Will change. That change will come through the use of prayers from the souls. I repeat. That change will come from prayers that dwell up from our souls. We have the ability to pray that way. So let it be.